0: Real gon' recognize, real gon' recognize, real gon' recognize, real, real. Only gon' recognize, still, still uh, recognize, will. Like we always do with this time. I go for mine, I get the shine. Now throw your hands up in Welcome, everybody, to the KRP radio show. We're going live right now to the president of the United States, and he's going to address the nation on the threat of terrorism as he's speaking right now.
1: An American born. Moms and dads, daughters and sons. Each of them served their fellow citizens, and all of them were part of our American family. Tonight, I want to talk with you about this tragedy, the broader threat of terrorism, and how we can keep our country safe. The FBI is still gathering the facts about what happened in San Bernardino, but here's what we know. The victims were brutally murdered and injured by one of their coworkers and his wife. So far we have no evidence that the killers were directed by a terrorist organization overseas, or that they were part of a broader conspiracy here at home. But it's clear that the two of them had gone down the dark path of radicalization, Embracing perverted interpretation of Islam that calls for war against America and the West. They had stockpiled assault weapons, ammunition, and pipe bombs. So this was an act of terrorism designed to kill innocent people. Since Al-Qaeda killed nearly 3,000 Americans on 9-11. In the process, we've hardened our defenses from airports to financial centers to other critical infrastructure. Intelligence and law enforcement agencies have disrupted countless plots here and overseas and worked around the clock to keep us safe. Our military and counterterrorism professionals have relentlessly pursued terrorist networks overseas, disrupting safe havens in several different countries, killing Osama bin Laden, and decimating al-Qaeda's leadership. Over the last few years, however, the terrorist threat has evolved into a new phase, as we become better at preventing complex, multifaceted attacks like 9/11, terrorists turn to less complicated acts of violence, like that are too common in our society. It is this type of attack that we saw at Fort Hood in 2009, in Chattanooga earlier this year, and now in San Bernardino. And as groups like ISIL grew stronger amidst the chaos of war in Iraq and Syria. And as the internet erases the distance between the countries, we see growing efforts by terrorists to poison people, like the Boston and the San Bernardino killers. I have confronted this evolving threat each and every morning in my intelligence briefing, and since the day I took this on, authorized U.S. forces to take out terrorists abroad precisely because I know how real the danger is. As Commander-in-Chief, I have no greater responsibility than the security of the American people. As a father to two young daughters who are the most precious of my life, I know that we see ourselves with friends and co-workers at a holiday party like the one in San Bernardino. I know we see our kids in the faces of the young people killed in Paris. And I know that after so much war, the Americans are asking whether we are confronted by a cancer that has no immediate cure well, here's what I know. The threat of terrorism is real, but we will overcome it. We will destroy ISIL and any other organization that tries to harm us. Our success won't depend on tough talk or abandoning our values or giving in to fear. That's what groups like ISIL are hoping for. Instead, we will prevail by being strong and strong, resilient and relentless. And by drawing upon every aspect of American power. Here's how. First, our military will continue to hunt down terrorist plotters in any country where it is necessary. In Iraq and Syria, airstrikes are taking out ISIL leaders, heavy weapons, oil tankers, infrastructure. Since the attacks in Paris, our closest allies, including France, Germany, and the United Kingdom, have wound up their contributions to our military campaign, which will help us accelerate our effort to destroy ISIL. Second, we will continue to provide training and equipment to thousands of Iraqi and Syrian forces fighting us along the ground so that we take away their safe havens. In countries, we're deploying special operations forces who so can accelerate that offensive. We've stepped up this effort since the attacks in Paris and will continue to more in approaches that are working on the ground. 3rd we're working with friends and allies to stop ISIL's operations, to disrupt violence, and prevent them from recruiting more fighters. Since the attacks in Paris, we're serving with our European allies, working with Turkey to seal its border with Syria. And we are cooperating with Muslim-majority countries and with our Muslim communities here at home to counter the vicious ideology that ISIL promotes online. With American leadership,
0: the international
1: community has begun to establish a process and timeline to pursue ceasefires and a political resolution to the Syrian war. Doing so will allow the Syrian people and every country, including our allies, but also countries like Russia, to focus on the common goal of destroying ISIL, a group that threatens us all. This is our strategy to destroy ISIL. It is designed and supported by our military commanders and counterterrorism experts, together with 65 countries that have joined an American-led coalition. And we constantly examine our strategy to determine when additional steps are needed to get the job done. That's why I've ordered the Departments of State and Homeland Security to review the visa waiver program under which the female terrorists in San Bernardino originally came to this country. And that's why I will urge high-tech and law enforcement leaders to make it hard for terrorists to use technology to escape from justice. Now, here at home, we have to work together to address the challenge. There are several steps that Congress should take right away. To begin with, Congress should act to make sure no one on a no-fly list is able to buy a gun. What could possibly be the argument for allowing a terrorist suspect to buy a semi-automatic weapon? This is a matter of national security. We also need to make it harder for people to buy powerful assault weapons, like the ones that were used in San Bernardino. I know there are some who reject any gun safety measures, but the fact is that our intelligence and law enforcement agencies, no matter how effective they are, cannot identify every would-be mass shooter whether that individual is motivated by ISIL or some other hateful ideology. What we can do, and must do, is make it harder for them to kill. Next, we should put in place stronger screening for those who come to America without a visa so that we can take a hard look at whether they've traveled to war zones. And we're working with members of both parties in Congress to do exactly that. Finally, if Congress believes, as I do, that we are at war with ISIL, it should go ahead and vote to authorize the continued use of military force against these terrorists. For over a year, I have ordered our military to take thousands of strikes against ISIL targets. I think it's time for Congress to vote to demonstrate that the American people are united and committed to this fight. My fellow Americans, these are the steps that we can take together to defeat the terrorist threat. Let me now say a word about what we should not do. We should not be drawn once more into a long and costly ground war in Iraq or Syria. That's what groups like ISIL want. They know they can't defeat us on battle. ISIL fighters were part of the insurgency that we faced in Iraq. But they also know that if we occupy foreign lands, they can maintain insurgencies for years, killing thousands of our troops draining our resources, and using our presence to draw new recruits. The strategy that we are using now, air strikes, special forces, and working with local forces who are fighting to regain control of their own country, that is how we'll achieve a more sustainable victory. And it won't require us sending a new generation of Americans overseas to fight and die for another decade on foreign soil. Here's what else we cannot do. We cannot turn against one another by letting this fight be defined as a war between America and Islam. That, too, is what ISIL wants. ISIL does not speak for Islam. They are thugs and killers, part of a cult of death, and they account for a tiny fraction of a more than a billion Muslims around the world. Including millions of patriotic people
0: who the of Moreover, the vast majority of terrorist around the world are Muslim.
1: If we're to succeed in defeating terrorists, we must enlist Muslim communities as some of our strongest allies, rather than push them away through
0: suspicion and
1: hate. That does not mean denying the fact. That an extremist ideology has spread within some Muslim communities. There's a real problem that Muslims must confront without excuse. Muslim leaders here and around the globe have to continue working with us to decisively and unequivocally reject the hateful ideology that groups like ISIL and Al Qaeda promote, to speak out against not just acts of violence, but also those interpretations of Islam that are incompatible with religious tolerance, mutual and human dignity. But just as it is the responsibility of Muslims around the world to root out misguided ideas that lead to radicalization, it is the responsibility of all Americans, of everything, to reject discrimination. It is our responsibility to reject religious tests on who we admit into this country. It's our responsibility to reject proposals that Muslim Americans should somehow be treated differently Because when we travel down that road, we lose. That kind of divisiveness, that betrayal of our values plays into the hands of groups like Iceland. Muslim Americans are our friends and our neighbors, our coworkers, our sports heroes. And yes, they are our men and women in uniform who are willing to die in defense of our country. We have to remember that. My fellow Americans, I am. We will succeed in this mission because we are on the right side of history. We were founded upon a belief in human dignity that no matter who you are, or where you come from, or what you look like, or what religion you practice, you are equal in the eyes of God, and equal in the eyes of the law. Even in this political season, even as we properly debate what steps I and future presidents must take to keep our country safe. Let's make sure we never forget what makes us exceptional. Let's not forget that freedom is more powerful than fear. That we have always met challenges, whether war or depression, natural disasters or terrorist attacks, by coming together around our common ideals as one nation and one people, so long as we stay to, to I have no doubt that America will prevail. Thank you. God bless you, and may God bless the United States of America.
0: That was Obama addressing the nation on the security and the incidents that just happened in San Bernardino, California. Uh, there's a lot of folks out here that are simply disgusted with the way the president has handled our national security throughout his, there are a lot of people out here that absolutely will not be pleased by anything that President Obama does. But uh, I'm just gonna keep it real. After this commercial break, we're gonna take some calls, and I'm gonna come back and I'm gonna give you guys what I think my end. Do we? We got a break. Matter of fact don't go to a break we'll go right to calls right now uh 619-638-8559 hit number one if you have a comment we'll definitely bring you guys on live here shortly and uh we want to get down to what we call the nitty-gritty of what president obama was saying his uh security address or his isis address uh that that call or iso as he'll say um there in a time in America where you just gotta call it what it is, and listening to the things that the President said tonight, um there's a lot of things that he said i def- I definitely agree with um but you just gotta keep it funky. America is at a time where everyone has to be politically correct, and p c is taking over the world. Um, You can't use the words fat anymore You can't use the words skinny anymore Uh, You can hardly use the words black or white anymore Without having to further explain yourself Or explain a situation And you could hardly even use the word Caucasian or African American Um, We're in a time where No matter what you say No matter what your opinion is no matter how you live your life, being PC is the only way that you can be in America. Without being me, uh, nothing has changed, the president has said. Um, he took these, what, 15 minutes uh, to address the nation and basically told us absolutely nothing. Um This was hardly even a cheerleading session You know, this was hardly hardly even a a wave of the pom-poms Frankly, I just don't get it Uh, Let's just keep it 100 Those were Muslim terrorists Those were Muslim extremists Those were Muslim killers Uh, The president went on to say that there was no evidence saying that these people belong to ISIS or ISIL or the Muslim Brotherhood or what may have you, but let's just keep it funky, man. I mean, if, 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 if someone pledged their allegiance to a group of terrorists in this world, these people are terrorists. If a man walks into the room, I'm just gonna go off, off off track for a second because, like I said, in, in, in this country, you can't go spade a spade anymore. People are so soft that you can't come out and say what it is. You know, in this country today, if a man walks in the room with a dress on and says to everyone in the room that, "Hey, I'm attracted to men, and I like wearing dresses and panties." men's clothes. I like wearing women's clothes. You can't no longer call that man gay. But if you, if you call that man gay, some people will take offense to you putting a label on what this individual said he was. But here we listen to President Obama address the nation on what happened. This horrible incident that just happened in San Bernardino, California, where people put a label on themselves by having bombs in a car by Having a, 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 a guns with a, a bunch of ammunition in a car, and they went out to terrorize and kill people. Their whole intent was to go out and murder innocent American lives. Now, I don't know where you all, shout out to my whole audience out there, KRP Radio Land. I don't know where how you all were raised, but where I was raised, if someone came with the intent to kill you, the only action in, 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 in response to what they tried to do is to kill them. These people are no longer your friends. These people are no longer considered your neighbors. These people are no longer considered human beings when they come out to kill you. Your only response to that is to kill them. I don't want to hear we need to be more sympathetic. I don't need to hear we need to take this delicate. We need to approach this differently. What Americans need to do is stay together. You call the bird not black. And you're not saying it. So when people say that President Obama is weak, now you can see and appreciate Why people say that President Obama Is weak Because here's an incident On American soil That just happened And we only did A 15 minute address To mumble jumble A bunch of bullshit is what it is Let me just call it what it is We didn't hear any sound we didn't hear any plans any courses of action that was going to be taken we didn't hear any uh we're going to execute this strategy we're hearing the same bullshit over and over and over and over we all from i'm hearing the president of obama american citizens to be sympathetic to the word muslim Now, to self for a second, in the company that I keep, I got Muslims in my family. F you if you don't like it, it is what it is. I have most friends that are Muslims that practice that religion, and I know various Muslims just in passing. Bunch of them on social media. Now, I'm not the type of guy. That condemns a whole room of people that look any certain way because that's just not me. I grew up a little bit different. I didn't grow up the type of person that looks at white people and say, you know what, there's a racist redneck right there. That man hates my guts. I didn't grow up the type of person who might have been, uh, who could look in a, in a room of, a special ed, special ed kids and, and, and say that, you know, these people are horrible to society. They can't contribute to society. They should be somewhere in an insane asylum. Or, or. I didn't grow up the type of person that can look at your back and say, automatically, them dudes are thugs. I didn't look at, I didn't grow up the type of person that walk in a supermarket and say, because of the food stamp those people don't deserve to eat steak. So when I talk about calling the pot black, calling the burnt pot black, or just calling it what it is, I'm dead ass serious and I'm coming from a different perspective in a different place. I'm not speaking from a place of ignorance. I'm speaking from a place of truth, which we all should exist in. today we're living in a nation where it's not okay to say gay. It's not okay to say Muslim terrorists. It's not okay to say Muslim extremists. These are, this is who these people are. We have a president of the United States, President Obama, and I always address him to that because that's his title, and I respect that title, and I respect that office. But the truth of the matter is we have a commander-in-chief that is very weak On these issues And whom I believe Is a Muslim himself He may not be a devout Muslim He may not be a Muslim extremist He may not be a terrorist himself But I believe based off What I know as background, Where he was, raised, how he was raised Who he was raised by According to his own memoirs and most definitely according to some of the things that he said, I personally believe the reason that President Obama is in a sympathetic route to extremists and Muslim terrorists on American soil is because that happens to his personal religion. And for millions of Americans, that's a conflict of interest. And I still ask myself, is it okay for an American president to be a Muslim? Now that might sound ignorant, but y'all know me. You know what it is. What comes up, what's right, is only going to be right, and it can't be wrong. I think we just waited 15 minutes of our of our lives to President Obama talk about national security. And we don't know anything more coming out of listening to him talk than we knew coming in. I'll tell you what, one thing that we know for sure is that he's weak on these issues, and he will continue to be weak on these issues. And he's afraid to attach these issues or attack these issues. The way he's afraid to talk about these issues or the what should be talked about. He's simply afraid to come out and say Muslim extremists, terrorism, Muslim terrorists on American soil. So my big question is: Where do we go from here? What's gonna happen next? See, because to me, this is a, a, a beacon of light. You know, you know, this sends a, a this is a siren to the rest of the the, the terrorists in the world and says, hey, you know. Call your boys up who are already see, you, know, you know while we're talking about damn Syrian refugees, they're already here. These folks have been here. You don't have to be a conspiracy theorist to understand 3% in America now. A couple a couple thousand dollars and you can come up through Mexico. Even the homeboys around the way know that. Two or three two and three thousand dollars and you can come up through Mexico from anywhere around the world. So we not only have an issue with the sympathetic president of the United States, we not only have a national security issue, but we also have an issue with people that are already here and securing our borders going forward. Six one nine three eight eight five five nine. Hit number one if you gotta come in. Go into a call out of the nine one nine last three digits seven. Three, one. You are on the air with Pudgy. It looks like you're hitting number one because we got you in a waiting queue. I just want to make sure before we bring you on. If you did not hit number one or in the queue by accident, uh, actually just went off. Right. Going to a call at seven two five six out of the eight four three baby. You're on the air with Pudgy. What's up? Hey Pudgy, this is Spike. How are you doing? Hey
2: Spike, how are you, brother? I'm doing well. I agree 100 percent with what you're saying. i uh I think that um uh with president Obama uh, it's like you said he um you know he's he's saying that uh one thing that he said is you know he said Muslims need to stand up and and you know take a stand against this kind of extremism, and that's wonderful for him to say that. But when you compare that to his actual actions in the in the White House, where they've aligned themselves so closely with the the Council of American Islamic Relations, which is tied directly to the Muslim Brotherhood, when you see that top Democrats are going to be uh, are worshiping uh, uh, in a uh, extremist mosque where uh, one of the 9/11 masterminds, Anwar al al was trained. Um, it's great for him to say, you know, we need to work with Muslim reformers, but when his actual actions of the administration are to cozy up with extremists who have either said little to nothing about this attack or have outright praised it, you know, it's it's great for him to say that, but but his actual actions are of supporting the extremists, not maybe not directly, but at least in, in giving moral support. Can you hear me? Yeah, can you hear me?
0: Okay, I heard some, got some, a little bit of rattling going on. Okay. So, Spike, let me, let me, let me ask you a question, man. I'm sitting over here and I don't even know. It at all. I mean, I expected, he just went all the way 1,000. I expected President Obama to come on tonight and shock the conservative world. I thought he was going to come on now and give us everything that we've been complaining about as, as far as the thing that we say that he doesn't say. And right. I didn't get anything. We didn't get anything. That damn address was a waste of time, man. It was a complete waste of Did anything from what he said.
2: No, I mean, the thing is, at this point, this far into his administration, I've stopped expecting him to, you know, see the light or turn a corner. Uh, he's very extreme in, in his beliefs. He speaks. It's interesting because his his words, as as uh, as out of touch with reality as they are, it's his actions that are even worse. So, no, I didn't expect anything from his speech. He surprised me that he even mentioned that Muslims should counter extremism um normally he just goes straight to saying you know islam is a religion of peace this attack had nothing to do with islam um so i guess if you want to call it that maybe he gave us that but um i mean the reality is he he has a a a complete different concept of what security means of what national security means of what our role should be in in combating extremism And, and he equates you know, in his mindset, and you can see in how the liberal papers are framing this and everything else, in his mindset, the NRA is as much of a danger as any Islamic, uh, you know, terrorist group. So using that mindset, no, I, I, I didn't expect anything from him, and nor did I really get much from it.
0: Where do we go from here? We have a president. You, you can't say Muslim terrorists in this country right now. Uh, the media is, is absolutely insane conservative media is absolutely insane. Media in general is crazy. I I, I was seeing on some conservative artists right. where they were talking about uh these lists and these assault rifles and I'm going, damn what happened to the constitution, what happened to America, what happened to yep. consent? So, you know, you know, yep. I, I, I wonder where do we go from here? You look at what we have running for president and, and I didn't I don't I didn't want this. I really want to go there. I really wanted Tonight, but look at what we have running for president, and 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 frankly, in my opinion, uh, it keeps getting worse. The uh, yeah. people that we have running for president, it continues to get worse. Now, I will say, I think this go round we have uh, a, a better group of uh, individuals running for the uh, uh, office of the land, but you know. I still don't hear any solutions. I hear a lot of shucking and jiving and a whole lot of chatter and a whole lot of rah-rah and whole, let me get your vote right, and let right. me get your support. But I don't hear anybody with sound solutions. No one is talking about what we have to do to address it. Shout out to Ted Cruz because right now he seems to be the only one, and this is not an announcement for Ted Cruz, but he seems to be the only one that is touching the national security uh, topic uh, or or exactly. with 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 uh with a a good I don't I don't know with something that sounds reasonable I, I'll just put it like that right. he seems the only yep. seems to be the only one that's bringing something to the table that's reasonable that really sounds like the beginning of a
2: right exactly I mean my feeling about it is and you sort of alluded to it but you know I think the reason we're not hearing so many solutions yeah. is solutions apparently don't poll very well and uh thanks to some of the the folks that have been uh running this time around uh the at least up until this point the uh the the both parties' nomination contests have sort of devolved into like a reality show where we're waiting to hear the you know the host say you're fired and and the problem with that as entertaining as it can be, when people are dying, forget all about all the other stuff the economy and and and, and you know energy and and every other subject right to life and everything else, looking at just this specific subject with even taking out other national security subjects like China and Russia, looking just at the uh, Islamic uh, terrorist threat that we face here and around the world, when you aren't serious about it and when you're too busy trying to come up with a 10-second soundbite that's going to beat your competitor's 10-second soundbite instead of laying out solutions, like as you said, I think, I think Ted Cruz has done an amazing job within the frame of what, how he's having to campaign. You know, when you when you don't see people doing that and when on one side they completely, you know, I mean, ultimately their biggest threats to America in their mind is the NRA and, and global warming or climate change or whatever they've chosen to call it this week. You've got one side that's completely disconnected from any reality about what's happening. And then you've got another side that maybe has some good solutions. But uh but you know, they're 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 kind of being forced into this soundbite uh war. I think you know, your original question, how do we go from here? I think we need to look very seriously and with a lot of discernment at who's running not just for president, but in Congress and in, in the Senate and in the House and, and elect people who have a very firm grasp on what our threat is um and and vote accordingly.
0: I agree. I I I one thousand percent agree, Spike. Um, if people don't get out to vote more on these other elections, you know, we're, we're going to really be in trouble. I think we're doing yep. a horrible job at mobilizing. We're doing a horrible job at talking about issues to fifth graders, you know, 11th graders, the future of right. our, our population. And uh, the liberals are winning. I just got to call it what it is.
1: Yep,
2: Absolutely absolutely and even when uh, even when republicans win elections uh, liberals won the last major election in this country was a landslide victory for the republican party that hadn't been seen in decades it was even bigger than the than the the, the republican wave election in 1994 yep. and what has happened since then other than the exact same rubber stamping of everything obama has put forward and then on the national level outside of washington every major uh, every major cultural or, or any major um, movement or, or debate that has happened on any substantial substantial level, the liberals have won. So it's yeah. not just about we got to find a Republican and, and vote for him. uh it, It's 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 deeper than that. We have to use discernment and we have to find the people that are are most closely in tune with our Constitution and our values and vote accordingly and support them accordingly. Man, you
0: you you just nailed it right there, too, Spike. I mean. Listen, man, we're in trouble. I mean, yep. if if we didn't know before, we definitely know now we're, we're in some serious trouble. And yep. it's going to take, un, un, I won't say unfortunately, but it's going to take both sides of no party. And, and what I mean is yep. going to take people to come more to the middle ground. And we're going to have to really start talking about what we agree on versus what we don't yep. agree on. But one thing that we exactly. all have to agree on is national security. We, I mean, you're talking about people dying. And and I, I believe, and, you know, I pray to God that it doesn't happen, but I just believe that this is the first wave of what we're going to see. I think by the president coming on national television and simply saying nothing according to what just yep. happened, I, it, it, yep. it, 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 I'm a just I'm going, you know, I don't have anything else to worry about, but, you know, I'm, I'm going, right, is, right. is that it? You know, there's no special measures that are going to be taken. This is it. This exactly. Same
2: old, same old. That's the, I'm that's, going to keep it
0: up. And the,
2: I'll keep yeah. Well, no, I was just going to say, a terrorist is looking at this and saying, we just conducted an attack in, in, you know, a small town place in America. Every single American is afraid. And this is literally the worst we're going to get from Washington is a recycled uh you know, batch of platitudes that Obama has said a thousand times before. If that's the worst we have to do, why don't we do this every single day? Why don't we kill another, you know, 3,000 Americans, you know, whenever we feel like it, or another two dozen here, or, or, you know, behead a woman in Oklahoma again. Why not do that as many times as we possibly can, knowing that there's not going to be any real substantial change in, 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 in you know,
0: um, repercussions against us? I'll tell you what, man. On, on, a, on a on a on a kind on a on a kind of different note, uh, yeah. If I'm a local judge right now, and I know this is going to sound crazy and contradictory to the to the Constitution, and I know people are probably going to execute me over this, but so what? If I'm a local judge, if I'm a a, a a judge of your city or my city or any other city, and all these assholes around here that are doing home invasions, all these assholes yep. around here that are shooting each other. I'm throwing the fucking book at these idiots because you know what? Yep. We are really in a situation of war right now with the enemy that we cannot see that possibly live right beside it. And if we can't act yep. accordingly, if we can't abide by the damn law when it comes to just living peacefully and stop screwing with people and trying to take what people have and doing all this stupid stuff, you know what, I would throw the book at him, and, and that's exactly yep. what I would say. So I, I think that it needs to start locally. I think a lot of the sheriffs, a lot of these police officers, you know, it's time to do some unconventional things, because frankly, we can't leave it up to the federal government anyway. No. Right? They're no, showing you no. exactly what they're going to do. The, the, the leader of the land just came on TV, and for 15 minutes he sucked his fucking freaking job and didn't say yep. anything beneficial to this nation, didn't send any yep. kind of hard-line message to any of the terrorists that maybe that we both know are existing somewhere out here in America that's been here for years and are pissed off right now because something happened in their country, and I totally get that. Right, That's pissed off because some kind of war broke out in that country, and it's always, always has been, always will be America's fault because we play Rescue 911 to the rest of the damn world, to our own country, so they always blame us, and they have a war plan that they're going to take over cities, they're going to blow up shit, they're going to shoot up people in America, and there's nothing that's going to be done about it until after the fact, according to what the president just said.
2: Exactly. And that's the thing is that, like you just said, with judges and and police and sheriffs and then even like individual citizens buying up guns and ammunition, a lot of people are thinking, you know what, if everyone thinks that we're this terrible jerk that, you know, that you know does all these horrible things, we might as well be it. We might as well carpet yeah. bomb anywhere we think there might be terrorists. We might as well put you know any person who commits a crime away for life. We might as well, every single one of us own every single weapon with every single you know, incendiary or explosive bullet we can find. If, if that will keep us safer, and again, like you said, there's a constitutional aspect to, to some of the stuff you're saying with law enforcement and things like that. But on the other hand, if, we're, if we've already gone to this thing where we're so worried about the feelings of people that may actually want to behead us, Like literally right now, they may not do it because they don't want to go to jail or they may not do it because they'd rather someone else do it or they're waiting for the right time or their orders or whatever. But if if we're worried so much about their feelings, if we know that the people at the absolute top, their primary concern is the feelings of people that literally want to kill us uh, or at least aren't going to do anything about someone else killing us, then we're going to end up taking it into our own hands. And the reality is, you know, vigilante justice isn't pretty, but they don't call it justice for no reason. And, right. you know, I mean, I think that's what's happening. And a lot of people are scared. And, you know, this, this last attack, and I had a, a Facebook friend that that, um, that actually was one of the people that died in the attack. So it kind of it hits home more than, than a lot of these other oh, ones wow. But this attack, um, this attack happened in San Bernardino, California. You know, this wasn't in L.A. or in New York City or in, you know, Miami or a major uh, – this was some – you know, it was at a county health uh, Christmas party or holiday party or whatever. This was, you know, some some guy killing a bunch of people that otherwise no one any, ever would have heard of. it, And that is in, in some ways more scary than an attack on the World Trade Center and the Pentagon, um, you know, because 99% of us don't live in those kinds of places. And we live in a place a lot closer to San something that's more similar to San Bernardino or something like that, or like the woman that was beheaded in Oklahoma that they tried to bury under the rug where where a a Muslim who had been converted, a a Muslim convert, had beheaded her. That was, you know, like I think a meatpacking facility somewhere in in Oklahoma. These are the things that scare people the most. Um, One other thing I just want to say real quick, because you mentioned um, that you were praying. One of the biggest narratives – that the media has pushed since this attack is the whole prayer isn't working thing. And I think that speaks to there is a, a, a move within the secular liberal media to say, you know, this is our time to scare people away from praying to God, to, to make them run to government when they're scared instead of God. And, you know, they've been more – they've done it in the past before, but it's been mo- most more covert. But we're literally seeing on the, the headlines of major newspapers in this country and around the world – this whole narrative that well, prayer isn't working because apparently you know awareness ribbons work much better, but you know they're pushing <laughs> this idea they're pushing this idea that prayer doesn't work, uh and you know we shouldn't be praying, we should and they say we need solutions, well, what they're really saying is we need government, and this is this is part of the whole you know marxist secular liberal cultural revolution which says government is your God, there is no God, run to government, so there's a lot of really bad stuff happening here. And, uh, you know, we need to get serious as as conservatives, as Christians, as believers. We need to get really serious about this and and say, you know, how important is it to us, you know, again, because hopefully you have listeners that they may not be conservative, but they're believers and they're seeing what's happening and they're frightened. You know, how important are some of these lesser social or or economic issues than than – how much more important are those than – you know, having living within a godly society, living within a society that recognizes your rights because God gave them to you, not because a government politician decided that Good. it wasn't a bad idea to let you have them for now. Um, you know, how important is that? How important is it to be safe from someone who believes that if they kill you, they immediately get to go to heaven? You know, this is the kind of scary stuff that, you know, maybe all of a sudden, uh, you know – whether or not uh, you know, the, the, the morning after pill is covered by your health insurer, maybe that's not as important now as, as not being beheaded by someone. So hopefully mm-hmm. uh, you know, if one good thing can come from this, it's that people realize that Washington isn't serious. There are people that are running – and I, you know, for those who know me, I'm a Ted Cruz supporter – but there are people running who are serious about this and who do share our values and who do believe in returning the government to its constitutionally prescribed limits – and in and in giving the American people back their God-given rights and recognizing that they are God-given rights.
0: Like I think you said it all right there, brother. <laughs> man, I I, uh, I, I want to offer my condolences to you, man. And, and, um,
2: I appreciate that.
0: and that, that's I, I don't even have the words, man. I, I, all I can do is extend my condolences to you, man, because I, I don't know how that feels, and I I can't even imagine. I mean, that that's something to, you you know. It's almost like we prepare, um, and, and I don't want to elaborate on it too much, but we prepare for death. Like every day of our lives, right. we live to die. And, and and as you get older, you know, you, you lose more friends, you, you lose more relatives, and, and mm-hmm. time is just, it becomes, uh, you, you almost get numb to it, but it becomes uh, just a part of life that you expect to see almost on a daily, weekly basis as you get older. Uh, right but you don't prepare to lose anyone you know that's a friend, that's a relative or anything um, to a terrorist attack in America. No. You 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 can't even, I mean, that's just a total different thing, right? I, I mean, a yep. plane crash even. But that is just a 0.1 million zeros of a chance. I mean,
2: Yep, yep,
0: yep. Uh, you hit the lottery first. I I don't know how it feels, you know, for something like that to happen, Spike. But I, like yep. I said, man, I offer my condolences like to, to you, brother. I definitely understand my condolences to, to me and my whole team, to, to your uh, your friends' family. And, um, you know, we'll, we'll definitely keep this memory alive, man. And, and keep doing what you're doing, man. Keep spreading the knowledge out there. Keep talking. And you definitely offer a different perspective. And I appreciate the perspective, the perspective that you bring and the knowledge that you bring to the table because it helps people get outside of that box. There are a lot of people inside of those boxes and they only listen to television, they only listen to their favorite right. person, they only read their favorite people on social media and everything yep. that those people say or those folks say or bring to the table is law and it's not. You know, there's totally a different perspective out there and, and you're one of the people that I admire and I appreciate yeah. that you bring you doing that. So, you know, all due respect to you, my friend.
2: Well, thank you, and I feel exactly the same way about you. I mean, we've talked about this before privately that you know, that one of the reasons that that conservatism is somewhat stagnant is because there are a lot of people that don't identify with pictures of eagles and wheat fields in the Constitution, and not that there's anything wrong with that, but if you only have that perspective. And and you pretty much present this thing that it's that's the only thing that exists. You know, if you're not into these things, if you're not into country music, you know, if you're not into you know different things that are more closely you know um, aligned with uh, conservatism, if you're not part of this kind of cultural this kind of cultural thing, then this really doesn't apply to you. And and there are a lot of people that will never listen to what a conservative or especially a conservative Republican has to say, um, just yeah. because of their preconceptions beforehand. So, you know, I, I more than appreciate, I can't put into words how much I appreciate what you do and, and folks who do things like you. I, I do my little thing on my little corner of the Internet, and I, I just, I appreciate every any person that tries to put forward, you know, the Constitution and, and to our, our God, uh, God-given God rights and, and to the need to limit government and to, to keep us safe from people uh, inside and outside of our government that would do harm to us or to that. Uh, I, I appreciate anyone who does that.
0: So that's what we do, my friend, and we also do shout-outs on this show. So before you go, you're obligated, my friend, obligated. There's no Constitution in this. It's my law. You got to a shout out before you ride out of here.
2: Okay, absolutely. Um, you mean right now? It's right now. Okay, well, first of all, and I'd, I'd love to give, I mean, it's I guess it's a shout-out. My condolences to, like I said, my Facebook friend, Nicholas um, who died in the San Bernardino attack, his wife Jennifer, um, their marriage was uh, was one of the people that I, I modeled what I want my marriage to be after in terms of just the unbridled love and, and affection they had for each other. She is absolutely beside herself, and she's also dealing with a media that keeps asking her if she thinks maybe it's her husband's fault that it happened because you know of some of his opinions on things. And uh, and I just I, I give a huge I, every bit of my shout out goes to her, and my condolences to her, and just I hope people pray for her that she has peace during this time of, of mourning and. She strength during this time of just the entire national media uh, almost trying to make a scapegoat out of her husband. And and, uh, I appreciate any prayers and thoughts that go towards her in this time.
0: Man, you got it. We definitely give him a shout-out. We're going to get that on the the Facebook page. And, look, shout-out to you, Spice. Thank you. And, and man, keep rocking. We appreciate it.
2: Thank you. Thanks, uh, Pudgy, I appreciate it. All
0: right, stay up, my brother. 619-638-8559 is the number – Rocking with the KR radio show, baby. Listen, we just talked about the we just talked to uh my man Spike Coleman who came on here, dropped some jewels on you guys and uh we also we're gonna extend that shout out to Nicholas The Condolences to you, my friend. You're definitely and your family is definitely in our prayers. And uh, you know, my heart extends to anyone has to experience this this, this difficult but extremely unusual, uh, uh, these unusual circumstances. I mean, you know, as I was just talking to Spike about, this is not something that you plan for. This is not something that you wake up one day and expect. You know, when someone goes off to war, you you, you, you don't expect them to die, but you know that there's a degree of, 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 of uh, death in that. You know, there's a degree of danger in going to war, but You know, no one in America thinks that we're going to wake up one day or we're going to wake up tomorrow and have to face a terrorist attack and we might die in that. But guess what, folks? Guess what? It's unfortunate, and I hate it. But according to what the President of the United States just said, and I'm just going to keep it all the way funky now, according to the 15 minutes that he just gave us, the 15 minutes of nothing specific, I'm going to call it, uh that may, if it wasn't before, that may be more of a reality today. And that's a truth that we're going to have to deal with from now on. So if I could offer anything to you all, and I, we're, going, we're not even going to go to a commercial. I'm just going to talk this eight minutes out. But if I could offer anything to you all, I would offer you this. And this is despite my mouth. This is despite some of the things I might write that you don't like. It's probably time – no, it's not probably time. It's definitely time that we get to know and understand. It's just one thing to know. I'll say understand like some of my brothers like to put, some of my intellectual brothers, but it's it's time that we overstand the word of Christ. It's time that we get closer to the word of Christ. It's time that we break down and interpret the words of Christ for ourselves, you know, not from sitting – uh, 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 in a in a church pew and and watching and listening to your pastor and 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 the church clergy and the the leaders, you know, not from that perspective and that's fine. That's great for solidification of faith. There's there's nothing wrong with sitting in the audience and listening to your pastor and 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 the other clergy and and getting some great knowledge and some great food for your spirit. There's nothing wrong with that. But it is time. If you have not been doing it already, and I know that there are are, are probably millions of folks out there who attend church two and three times a week and maybe read their Bible once in a while, but it's time that we get close. The stories in the Bible are okay. They're great. Again, they're great for solidification of faith. But it's time that we get down and start understanding the teachings of Jesus Christ. It's time that we bring that in our lives. It's time that we bring that close and we break that down and start, and and, and break it down as if you're feeding a baby, you know, bits and pieces at a time. It's time that we pull the dictionary out and really understand the words that are in your Bible and understanding perspectives from which Christ was coming from because you know what? As we move forward in America, there's going to be some very unconventional things that are going to happen in the near future. I mean, we're talking right now in 2015 going into 2016 about terrorist attacks on American soil. I mean, just the thought of that, just the conversation of that, just the simple reality of that and knowing that it actually happened and that it's actually happening and that people are actually planning. You know, the, the planning term is the tax, tax on American soil. I can't even get my words straight today. You know, it's crazy. I, I can't even, man, I got so much going on in my mind, and I just want to get out to you guys. But it, 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 it's time, it's past time, but now is definitely time, the time that we understand the Jesus of Jesus Christ because there are a lot of individuals that are pushing an agenda. There are people that are running for these offices that are very vain. and and they only dwell within themselves, and, you know, they like to – you'll hear people only talk about President Obama, President Obama, President Obama, when the picture is much bigger than that. You know, when you start talking about national security, you really got to break that down to the neighborhoods. You got to break that down to your friends, because it's not only looking at someone who may practice uh, the Muslim religion, it's also the ideologies that people have within their own minds. you got to pay attention to Americans who may be thinking that America is evil and that they need to do something radical and harm and inflict pain and death upon Americans to get out what they believe is a wage of holy war or a pledge to uh, Muslim extremism or, or, or even terrorism. So, you know, it's time that we get close to Jesus Christ and understand that, his word and his path and his righteousness can overcome all these things and can really guide our thinking. It can guide our mindset. It can guide us through life. And we can understand how to deal with people better and also how to deal with our own problems and deal with ourselves. You can't, one thing that you can't take out of the mix of all of this is that we have problems of our own. You know, we have problems in our everyday lives. You know, you may be pissed off at your wife or your husband. You may be pissed off at your kids. Tomorrow, people are going to get up and go to work and they're going to hate being there. You know, shout out to my whole We Run Monday crew. People are at work right now and they hate existing there, and that's the only thing that they can think about. And then they're going to come home to even more problems. So, contrary to what we have, to what we're facing from a national security standpoint, we also have to deal with the issues that are in our lives. You know, the everyday issues, you know, the paying of the bills. You know, this country, we're still in a recession. We're not quite out of the recession like people think, you know. And there are a lot of people out here that are broke. I've seen my grocery bill triple over the last year, got received to prove it all over the place. So, you know, everyday lives will steer us into some very dark places, especially around the holidays. This is the time where, around the Christmas holiday, let me let me call it what it is. I'm not going to be. I'm not going to do what the president did tonight. Just talk about the holiday. Let's talk about the Christmas holidays. You know, there are a lot of people that feel like they have to go out and spend thousands of dollars. You know, this is the time where people get depressed the most because of maybe uh, a family not around, maybe not being able to get close to family, maybe not being able to uh, provide for their children the way that they want, and, and, and just a whole host of different things. So. You know, if we're not walking with Christ on our minds, if we're not existing, if Christ doesn't uh, uh, come out of your mindset and and out of your thinking through your body and and maybe even through your lips, I'm not saying that you got to say it, but if your mind is not on Christ several times a day, it's time that you do something to put your mind so you will exist with Christ and understand Christ's teachings so you will feel a lot better. You will be able to decipher a whole lot of this garbage that people throw at you. You will be able to say with a clear conscience that these degree or, or, or these group of people are wrong in what they do and they're wrong in their beliefs without feeling conflicted or feeling bad because you're condemning these people who are clearly wrong according to the teachings of Christ. So, if I could offer anything, to you all, and I know I got to wrap it up. I got 60 seconds. Get closer to God. Don't be afraid to call a spade a spade. Or as I said earlier, don't be afraid to call the black pop bird because that's what it is. And by all means, it's time that we communicate. You guys know I'll leave you with the same thing every week because communication really is the key. If you're not reaching out saying hello to your neighbors, your rhetoric ain't worth a damn. You know, your constitutional beliefs ain't worth a damn. You know, your gun stance ain't worth a damn. You know, all that information that you have and all that knowledge that you put out on the social media, the Facebooks, the Twitters, the blah, 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 that don't mean nothing, man. If you can walk past people and look them in the eye and you can't even simply say hello, you know what, I want to challenge all my saints out there, all the people that believe in Christ out there. I challenge you guys all to say hello to everybody that you come across with. And at first, watch how awkward it's going to feel. And and that's just wrong alone. You know, it should feel awkward to, to to meet eyes with someone that you're walking past and say hello. I don't care if they speak to you or not. It's, that should not be awkward. There's something wrong with us when saying hello to people that we don't know in America. Unusual. There's something clearly wrong with that. We have to break these shackles and this slavery that we're in mentally and come out of this bondage and start living together peacefully to be able to protect this land that we live in. This is the only way that we're going to protect our families. This is the only way that we're going to protect America. And this is the only way that we're going to protect ourselves and survive going forward. This is the only way that we're going to save this country is that we first communicate, man. Well, believe in God first and communicate second. Communication is the key. God is love. Love is God. I'm out of here, you guys. Check me out, com. The page is under construction, but you can at least listen to the archive shows. You can see the tweets. You can see the Facebook posts and what may have you. We are out of here, one love. Remember, guys, communication is the key, and don't hesitate from being who you are, anywhere you are, every time you are. You can tell a pudgy said say. Check me out on Twitter, at 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 symbol krpradioshow, Facebook krpradioshow.com. Backslash, I'm sorry, Facebook.com, backslash, KRP Radio Show, we're on icons we're all over, man, just Google us, we are out of here, one love. Real gon' recognize, real gon' recognize, real gon' recognize, real, real, only gon' recognize, still, still, recognize, with. Like we always do with this time, I go for mine, I get this shine, let's throw your hands up in the sky.